You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Nick Fairbaugh. I write for Pittsburgh Sports Now, call games at WPCS radio station, and I am a production assistant at ACC Network. And folks, wow. I mean, things just keep coming left and right here for its Pitts program. Kenny Pickett now undecided in playing in the Peach Bowl. We're going to talk about that here today. I knew I, I knew I said I was going to talk a little bit about basketball, but we got to talk Kenny. And I do want to give you guys a few candidates who I think could potentially be OCs for Pitt and tomorrow and Friday we are going to do a Heisman special I'll give you the candidates break them all down why Kenny should win why he might not and all of that good stuff but today we're going to talk about Kenny will he play in the Peach Bowl if he does should you blame him and all that coming up on Locked on Pitt All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your lead podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. As always, thank you for making the Locked On Pit Podcast your first listen every day. And today's episode is brought by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once in a lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit On Location exp.com slash SB56 for more information. On search Super Bowl on location. All right, folks, let's get into it. I mean, today it has to be about Kenny Pickett and the decision to potentially sit out the Michigan State game, the Peach Bowl, whatever you want to call it. And he obviously talked about playing there, and he was going to play there until Mark Whipple's recent departure. He is now officially the offense coordinator at Nebraska. Got a big raise. He's the highest paid assistant in the history of that program. So certainly he got a nice little chunk of change there. Um, it certainly seemed like, to me, at least from you know all I've heard and all I've seen, that Whipple and Narduzzi were going to go different ways. Uh, I don't think they got along completely well. I don't think that that was a smooth relationship completely. But I thought Whipple was going to retire, and I think that was kind of the mutual understanding, and my guess is maybe Whipple got a call, and Nebraska offered him a lot of money, and he could have reversed course on that. Um, and things happened, and, and it didn't. It happened in such a way that it escalated the timing, and I thought Whipple would maybe stay through the Peach Bowl, but I think, as I said, I think things happened, circumstances changed, and it caused an escalation to where Narduzzi and Whipple thought it would be better if Whipple went to Nebraska immediately to recruit potentially more for Nebraska, and it, and certainly Narduzzi now gets to look for his offensive coordinator earlier. Um, there are plenty of candidates out there for him to look at, but who knows if after the Peach Bowl, if they had departed on the 31st of December, for example, who else would be out there? It could get a lot more thinner. Uh, so that is something to take note of. But Kenny Pickett obviously came back because of Mark Whipple and his offense, and his trust in Whipple. And so losing Whipple, I think, throws a wrench in everything Kenny Pickett said. And as he said pretty much today uh, on Dan Patrick's show, is that he's undecided, he's got to talk it over with everybody, Narduzzi, 
He's got to talk it over with his family, everything. He has to talk it over with everybody, and I truly believe that. I don't think he has anything decided. I don't think he knows what he's going to do just yet. I don't think that anybody truly knows if Kenny Pickett's going to play. I think he's thinking about it. I think maybe he wants to play, but people around him are telling him not to play. Um, it, It's a tough situation, right? Because if, if you're in Kenny Pickett's shoes, you obviously want to be there for your team, and you want to play in the Peach Bowl. It's your little cherry on top of everything. You could go 12-2, and two, finish with a top-10 record. Pitt could really use this as a springboard. And the thing is, for me, is the personal things that he has to risk to play in this game. You know, I knew he was going to be uber competitive and everything and play with Whipple. But now with Whipple gone, you're going to have a new offensive coordinator. So you're going to have a new guy. And you're going to have a new guy that's going to call with different tendencies. And you're going to have a new guy that's going to communicate differently with you. So the whole game flow changes for Kenny Pickett. And the question's going to be, what is it going to take for him to play? I don't know. Is it going to take his own competitive spirit working over where he just has to convince himself to do it? Possibly. Is it accommodating him with more freedom and potential play calls from him, himself? Does he get to pick who calls the game for the Peach Bowl? I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. But I'll say this. If I were Kenny Pickett and I were in his shoes, there's no chance I would be playing this game. There's no chance. Absolutely none. And I understand that, you know, they're the worst pass defense in the nation and they're all this. And these are issues, obviously, that Michigan State faces. And Kenny Pickett could dice it up like it's nothing. And it would be great if that happened. But for Pickett, he risks a lot of things. One, he risks a potential letdown game. With the new offensive coordinator, with the guy he might not understand with, the relationship he might not have with them, it could be a potential letdown game. And, and you would say, well, maybe no, but... Poffitt's coordinators call games differently. They call different plays in different situations, and Kenny and Whipple certainly had the rapport to know what each other wanted to do in certain situations. And so, without that rapport, it definitely gets into sticky situations, and it goes deeper in the mud, and you kind of have to work things out and iron them out. Kenny Pickett, by playing in this game, could risk performance letdown. It's the truth. It is the cool hard truth, unfortunately. That is what he could risk. Now, I don't think it would be a true breakdown to where, okay, he doesn't play as well as everyone thought he would, coming off the layoff, and he doesn't play well with the new OC, and this is all Mark Whipple. I don't think that's going to be the narrative. But I do think that to a degree, not lighting up the worst pass defense in the nation would hurt him, even though it wouldn't hurt him completely. But getting any second thoughts to those NFL scouts, giving any of that, to where maybe they can nitpick you a little bit more when you're trying to jockey for draft position with Corral and Strong and Howe and all these guys that are going to come out in the 2022 QB class. It could be one that affects everything. And by by not playing, he loses nothing. And I mean that. He loses absolutely nothing. He doesn't have the chance for a letdown game. More importantly, and this is the most important thing, he doesn't get injured. That's the biggest thing. He, You need to be healthy. You don't want to, We've seen guys before get hurt in bowl games and then just completely wreck their careers. Jake Butt at Michigan had a really bad injury. Jalen Smith obviously had a really bad injury in Notre Dame. He was going to be a top, potentially 10 draft pick. 
fell all the way to the second round. Miles Jack had the same thing happen to him. There have been guys that have been hurt in these bowl games that would be top draft picks that end up free-falling because of their injury. You can lose millions of dollars that way. Kenny Pickett has millions of dollars waiting for him in the NFL. It's the truth. He has skyrocketed his stock right into the first round, potentially a top 10 draft pick. Why would he risk losing that money over an injury? He shouldn't. That's the point. He shouldn't. There is no reason, personally, he should risk that. The obligation to pit whatever. What obligation does he have? He has a competitive obligation if he wants. You do not risk your whole career. On one game. On one game. And we'll continue this discussion in a little bit because I have more reasons to talk about with Kenny Pickett and why I think you can't blame him if he opts out. However, first, folks, let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game. The grand stage, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, and on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turned NFL legends Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Akbar Bajiabi Amila, and more. Plus accommodations at five-star LA hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Folks, this is it. The putts will win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of the competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those that upgrade at NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA. Head to NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA for a special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. And yes, let's continue to talk about Kenny Pickett and kind of what goes into it. You know, we talked about the injury. We talked about the potential letdown that Pickett could face. But there's other factors to this. It's not just the fact that he could have a letdown. It's not just the fact that he could get injured. Obviously, those are two big things. But I think there's other factors at play here. And I think you have to discuss them. Because when Kenny Pickett's making his decision. There has to be clear incentive for him to play. First of all, there has to be a meaning for the team. What does the win in the Peach Bowl mean for Pitt? Like, legitimately, have we thought about it? It would be nice. I think it would be a nice little piece on the recruiting trail. 
I think it'd be something that Pitt could have in, in their little feather cap and help. But, and I say this but, you know, a top 10 finish would be nice. It would be huge. Yes, I, I get those. Those are great accolades to go after. The 12 win mark is something to go after. All these are thresholds you would like to hit, theoretically. Beating the third team in the Big Ten is not going to do much, though. It's not. Because if you win, right, what's the narrative going to be? The best team in the ACC beat the third best team in the Big Ten. That's literally going to be the narrative. That's going to be the narrative. So you're not going to, you know, be able to, to completely jump over a team like, you know, into the next echelon because you win this game, right? Pitt is going to have recruiting success regardless if they win this game or not. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that. The recruiting success is not bound by this Peach Bowl. It's not. It's nice to win this game. It's a New Year's Six Bowl. It's on national television. All of that. It would be great to win this game. Of course it would be. And it could help even spike it a little more. But it's just a little fuel to the fire. It's not a necessity. It's something you like to have, right? So Pitt, they're going to recruit well, regardless or not. Because if they lose their 11-3, they're still ACC champions. They're still ACC Coastal champions. Go look at the uptick after they won the Coastal Championship in 2018. They were 7-7 seven and seven that year. And they still got better recruits out of it. That's the thing here. It's not going to mean that much to the team. It means something. Does it mean the world? Absolutely not. The ACC Championship meant the world. This one? Not necessarily. It would be nice to win it. It's not a necessity to win it. So the team benefit really isn't there to outweigh, say, the risk. The personal benefit for Pickett. He doesn't need to go torch Michigan State to prove anything to anybody. If he torches them, it's going to be expected. They're the worst pass defense in the nation. He's not going to prove anything by torching them. That's There's nothing to boost his stock here. There's nothing. This isn't, you know... Like he's facing George's defense. It's not like this huge test where Pickett is all of a sudden going to be tested. And if he lights them up, yes, this guy is Joe Burrow. He's going to be the potential first overall pick. This is nothing like that to Kenny Pickett. Nothing. He doesn't have much to gain from a personal perspective. He really doesn't. There's not much personal gain. There's not a lot of team gain. It's nice to have. It's a nice accomplishment. Everything is a nice accomplishment. But overall, for the program, and for Pickett overall, they are not essential. And that's the thing to look here. If this was an essential game that could change the, the kind of trajectory of the program, I think he'd play. If it could change the trajectory of his draft stock, he'd absolutely play. Neither of those things, I think, is true here. And also... I will say this, a first-round draft pick in Kenny Pickett, who's he fighting with? He's fighting with Matt Corral. He's fighting with Sam Howell. He's fighting with guys like this, Carson Strong. He's fighting with all these guys for kind of draft position. So if it doesn't help your stock, why are you playing? It can really only hurt it, in fact, or reinforce it. But he doesn't need to reinforce it. He's reinforced it enough. And he can reinforce that even more. He has plenty of opportunities to gain recognition as he continues over this draft cycle. He's going to go to the Senior Bowl in Mobile. That's been a great week for quarterbacks in recent memory. Daniel Jones has rocketed up boards. Mac Jones, 
Baker Mayfield. These are just a few of the guys that in recent years have really climbed up the board because of their senior bowl week. So, even Pickett doesn't play in that game, and he just has a good week of practices, goes out and competes, has a really good set of interviews, it's all you really need at the Senior Bowl to increase your draft stock. So he has plenty of opportunity there in Mobile. That's becoming, he's going to have contact with the team. One team's going to get to work hands-on with him. There's going to be plenty of opportunity there to boost his draft stock. The Combine, obviously, is a big place to boost your draft stock. Interviews, testing, live throwing drills, all of that. And the same thing at his Pro Day. And then also, the visits. He has at least four different methods of increasing his stock more than a Peach Bowl game would. And that's something you can't take lightly. It's something you cannot take lightly. So, really, what I'm trying to tell you is, the reason he would play in the Peach Bowl is because he's uber competitive and he really wants to. Because he really loves Pitt, he really loves football, he doesn't want to let him down. He feels there's an obligation there, and that's essentially why he would play. Overall, though, personally, if he wants to be selfish, he has every right to do it. Every right to do it. And that's the point here. That is the point that Kenny Pickett, personally, it's probably the right decision to just walk away. In a team type of environment, yeah, he could play in this game. And, you know, if he wants to play, you know, obviously I hope he plays because it obviously gives Pitt a much better chance of winning. But... If he doesn't play, it's a smart decision here. I think the fact that he's even contemplating it right now speaks pretty much volumes about this guy. This guy's commitment. If he wasn't competitive, he wouldn't have come back this year. If he didn't like Pitt, he wouldn't have come back this year. He would be in the NFL already. This is a guy that, by coming back this year, has given Pitt one of the best seasons in program history, especially over the last 40 years. And that's something you can't take away from him. This game will not mean a thing in terms of that season as well. It would mean it would be great if they won this game and put the little cherry on top, of course. But it doesn't mean everything. It doesn't define your season. And that's the important thing. This game could go either way. Kenny Pickett can decide if he wants to play or not. But you can't blame him if he doesn't play. You can't. It's a smart personal decision for him. He's going to be a first-round pick. He's guided this team to an ACC championship already. They're going to get the tick in recruiting. And if he doesn't want to risk an injury or a letdown, so be it. And that's it. That's really the biggest thing here. That is really my rationale. So if he if he doesn't play, it is what it is. It, you know, you get to see Nick Patty. You get to see different things, and it'll be what it is. Um, hope he plays, but if he doesn't, you bet I understand exactly why he's not. All right, but speaking of that, Kenny and the reason he's not he might not even play is because they lost their offense coordinator. Who are some outside candidates that could potentially be coordinator candidates for Pitt overall? I'll give a few of those here. But first, folks, want to let you know about Maiden. How does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious foods? The short answer, they have access to the right kitchen tools. With Maiden's professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant quality food at home. Folks, if you're serious about cooking, you should invest in your kitchen tools. And Maiden's cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs. So don't, do not take that for granted. And folks, it's made and produces quality cookware for those who love to cook 
Maiden sources the finest materials and partners with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markups. And Maiden products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go on the stovetop to the oven. Folks, they have 40,000 plus five-star reviews and they their products are used by some of the world's best Michelin chefs at restaurants start around the world. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off the first order with the promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere for Maiden products. Go to MaidenCookware.com slash Locked On. Use the promo code Locked On for 15% off on your first order. That's MaidenCookware.com slash Locked On. Use promo code Locked On. Folks, Bet Online has you covered all seasons with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march on. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code Locked On to receive that bonus. All you have to do is use our promo code Locked On. You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right for your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online where the game starts. All right, folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. Well, I promised you a little bit of a list of who I think Pitt could maybe go after from the outside. Obviously, yesterday we talked about Salem, we talked about Marion. I think the next offense coordinator should probably be Brennan Marion. And I, I lay out the reasoning for that. I'm not going to lay out the reasoning for these outside candidates. I'm just going to give you a, a brief bullet point list. Once we start hearing a little bit more of who it could maybe be, you know, who whether it's one of the names I'll throw out is potentially, for example, Luke Getze. Whether we start hearing that or we start hearing someone else, uh, we'll break those guys down in depth more but I think that you look at some guys, and I did mention Luke Getze. He's from the Pittsburgh area, Steel Valley to be exact. He has experience at the NFL level with the Packers. This is a guy that would make sense, right? He would make a lot of sense. The question would be, is he more so in the pro aspect now, and is he one of staying up there? Chris Beatty, I think, is another guy. Fire recruiter. Amazing recruiter. And that's become very apparent. And if Pitt doesn't want to go with Marion or they don't want to go completely with Marion, you can easily bring in Beatty and then have Marion be maybe the men, the, the kind of apprentice, if you will, to Chris Beatty. That could be an interesting one. He's a dynamite recruiter, but again, he moved up to the Chargers wide receiver coach. Does he just want to stay up there? I don't know. It's going to be one, but I think that certainly that could be route they go. I think there are certain routes that could be very flashy and... I don't know how much they're going to reach for the Stars, but I think it's possible that they could reach for someone like, I mean, what's the point of not trying and giving Dan Mullen a call, for example? Like, why not? I mean, I don't think he's going to take the job again. I think he's he's going to be one of those guys that's kind of waiting around for another head coaching job, and he'll get one, and he's going to wait around for another gig. But why not? He's from Pennsylvania. He's a guy that I think would instantly be a pedigree guy that could that could potentially upgrade things uh, in the the play calling department. He's a great recruiter as well. 
I, I know the recruiting comments are, are kind of what people will lurk to, but the guy's proven he can recruit over his career. He's gotten talent to come with his own recruiting prowess. So I don't know how much he likes recruiting or whatever, but clearly the results are there. Uh, so Dan Mullen could be a very flashy name, maybe one of the more unlikelier names. Um, I think a guy that maybe has some flash to him, but makes a lot of sense, at least with the Narduzzi types of, of coordinators that you might look at. Maybe David Cutcliffe, um, I think, would be a very interesting name for Pitt uh, to look after. I think Cutcliffe is a guy that's a quarterback guru. He's a guy that's developed multiple quarterbacks. You can see it in, in what he's done in the resume he's built in terms of building quarterbacks up. I think he's a guy that Pitt could absolutely look for and, and Pitt could potentially take a look at and take a real shot at because I think he just makes a lot of sense overall. Now, there are plenty of other guys like Kevin Johns, for example, from Memphis. I think that makes a lot of sense too. Um, guy that's been really productive at Memphis, has recruited real good talent. The Memphis offense continues to show strides. He's a guy that you could go out and get. There, there are tons of names. I think, you know, if you really want to reach Kurt Signetti from James Madison, I know he's the head coach, but could he come back home and would that draw him away? I don't know. Again, I don't know that. That would be a tough sell. That's kind of like in the Mullen area where I don't think it would happen, but it's possible and I, I wouldn't blame Pat Narduzzi for trying it. At least give the guy a call, right? So there's things there. I think Cutcliffe is a really interesting one. I think he would make sense. Um, on, on multiple levels, I, I think that Cutcliffe makes a lot of sense. There are plenty of other guys that could make sense. Andrew Soder from Kent State, you know, he's coached under Sean Lewis, and that offense has diced up teams over the years. So there's no doubt about that, too. There's plenty, and I mean this, plenty of talent out there that Pitt could get, and Pitt's going to be a desirable location. So I think Pitt's going to be able to get a pretty decent hire here, depending on what they want. They might want a more balanced attack. I think Dews maybe wants to dial back the passing game a little bit, but I want, I think they are, for the most part, going to want to stick with a pro-style offense that, that maybe adds a few wrinkles, maybe add, adds the ground game as a bit of a more element to it. And, and I think... No, that's why Brennan Marion makes a lot of sense, going back to him. But there are many, many guys that make sense. You know, Cutcliffe, for example, makes a ton of sense in that scenario. So we'll see kind of how this works out. But those are just a few names I, I kind of came to mind when I started researching things today and, and that could possibly be guys that would come up uh, in this coaching search for Pat Narduzzi. All right, folks, tomorrow again, we will have that Heisman episode for you guys, I'll talk about Kenny Pickett's resume, why he should win it, why he might not win it. However, folks, make your second listen every day, Locked on Bets. Locked on Bets is your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Folks, as always, thanks for listening, and hail to Pitt.